Who cares about your team winning the Super Bowl when your team could win the offseason? My name is Danny Heifetz, and I host the Ringer NFL Draft Show with Danny Kelly, Ben Solak, and Craig Horlbeck. We cover trades, free agency, the draft, obviously. We cover quarterbacks, and there are a lot of good quarterbacks this year. And the teams at the top of the draft, Washington, New England, Chicago, big teams with big histories. Listen to the Ringer NFL Draft Show on Spotify. It's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. Take a shot at betting the NBA with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub, filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays and same-game parlays all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and bet live same-game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100 Gambler or visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Alrighty, let's roll, baby. Welcome in. It is a Friday edition of New York, New York. My final New York, New York until I make my way to South Africa for the honeymoon. JJ John Jastrzemski right now trying to tie up every loose end imaginable. And let me say this. I am so lucky that I decided to come back from Las Vegas Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, get everything straightened out, get our plan of attack for the month of February taken care of with Stefan. We went through that. You know, I had to make sure I had my malaria tablet. I had to make sure all my luggage is packed. And Listen to the amount of travel that I'm going to be doing over the next 48 hours. Friday night, we leave for London. So we're on the red eye Friday night to London, Saturday morning. About a six and a half, seven hour flight. We're spending the day in London, which by the way, I like. I am a fan of that. I think it's a good decision. Get some food in me, walk around a little bit, get tired, and then to get on a plane for nine hours going to Cape Town. That is going to suck. Uh, it's going to be the most insane 48 hours of travel that I have ever experienced. And I have no idea what to expect with my honeymoon. I hope me and my wife have the best time. We have some unbelievable stuff. Cape Town looks amazing. All the food, the scenery, what have you. Then we're doing the Big Bad Safari, which I cannot wait for. Hopefully, I don't get eaten by a lion. Uh, I am playing some unbelievable golf course. I already took a look. My uh, travel agent just sent it my way. So the next two weeks, listen, I picked the perfect time to be on a honeymoon because we are coming off the high of the Super Bowl. 
We are still a few weeks away from NFL free agency. I'm going to get to some baseball, but we have like eight weeks now to try to dissect and figure out what the Yankees and the Mets are going to be throughout 2024. Um, And the Knicks are thanking their lucky stars that the All-Star break has come to a close. So, listen, if there was ever a time for me to take two weeks, it would be now. But here's the good news before I get to what's going on this week. We have mapped out a plan, Stefan and myself, to give you guys high-quality, high-caliber content over the next two weeks. Now, I will not be doing anything from South Africa. I'm going to bring my mic. If there's an emergency that I feel like I got to get on for a few minutes, I might do it and send stuff on the audio, and we'll take it from there. But let's plan for the fact that from a live standpoint, I am going to be off the grid for two weeks. I will be a lunatic on my phone. I'm not one of these people that can shut off and just disconnect with the world. I don't roll that way because then when I come back in early March, I'm going to have no freaking idea what's going on. I'm not going to have the slightest clue. I'm going to be playing so much catch-up. I can't handle it. So everybody operates their own way. I operate my way. So I got the data, international packages. I just hope our Wi-Fi is decent. Anyway, what we're going to do over the next two weeks, starting on Sunday when I'm away, I have decided that we are going to break down the state of, respectively, the Yankees, the Mets, the Jets, and the Giants. And we have brought some guests on who are going to add to some perspective. We've talked to a lot of people over the last two weeks. You'll enjoy it. Some regulars of the New York, New York program, a couple of people making their debuts, who to me are major rising stars within the business um, and are very well connected to what's going on with those particular teams. So we have that taken care of. So we'll have a state of the Jets. We'll have a state of the Giants. Those are going to feature some of our great interviews we had at Radio Row. Um, Saquon Barkley, Justin Pugh, CJ Mosley, and then I went to the Adidas event and, and sat down with Garrett Wilson. So those are all going to be coming your way over the next two weeks. So while I am gone, we will have that all covered here on the New York, New York page. Um, and that's my firm belief. Listen, even if I'm away, I know how dedicated and loyal you guys are to following what we do. And I feel obligated to make sure that we have some high quality content coming your way. Even though I'm going to be away for two weeks, it's going to be top-notch stuff. So I'm really happy about what we've been able to put together in gearing up for my honeymoon. So I want to give you guys a little detail of what's going on here on the feed over the next two weeks, and then we'll take it from there. Now, as far as the Knicks, thank God the All-Star break is here. And it's great that Jalen Brunson is going to be in his first All-Star game. It's great that he's going to be a part of the three-point contest. Like, uh, amazing. Well-deserved. The Knicks right now, if you watched them on Saturday against Indiana, you saw them lose that game in absolute fugazi fashion against the Rockets. I still cannot believe they called that foul on Brunson at the end of regulation. But then again, if the Knicks get off to a better start and don't sleepwalk through the first two and a half, three quarters, maybe we're talking about a different outcome in that game. And then, of course, they look just a step slow and just completely undermanned against the Orlando Magic on Wednesday night. So the Knicks have now lost four straight games. Hackers. Hackers. I am not in any way looking at this stretch now over the last week, week and a half, and saying, okay, it's time to sound the alarm. What I am going to inform all of you on, and listen, this is not breaking ground. This is not news to anybody. They seem to be healthy fast. That goes for Anobi. 
That goes for Hartenstein. I hope that by the time I return in early March, Julius Randle is back on the court for the New York Knicks. They miss these guys. And the team that you were kind of envisioning seeing last Thursday when the trades went down for Bogdanovich and for Burks, that's not the case at the moment. These guys are now like paramount in what the Knicks are looking to do for the time being. And these games matter. If you are fantasizing, like I am, the idea that the Knicks can go deeper in the playoffs than they did a year ago. And I think from a talent standpoint, they have more to work with. Outside of the Celtics, I think the Eastern Conference is there to be had. I think there is definitely a way for them to finagle their way into an Eastern Conference final. I really do. But I also think it puts a premium on the idea of getting a top three seed. And in order to do that, you got to win games in the regular season. So they come out of the break. They got the Celtics on that Saturday night, which I think the game is going to be on, what, six hours in advance. It's going to be on at like three in the morning. So I'm going to have to maybe like catch one of those replays when I wake up in South Africa on the ESPN app. Hopefully I'll be able to figure all this crap out while I'm away. But they're going to have to do that shorthanded and short staff. So I would keep a close eye here on the updates with Ananobi, the updates with Randall. Hartenstein, I think they kind of erred on the side of caution. DiVincenzo, same deal. Might have been able to give it a go. All-star break's coming up. Let's be smart about this. But don't let these four games influence and deter your feelings on this team for all of the good they were able to do in the month of January going into the month of February. So, listen. Rough times for the Knicks just because of injuries and injuries alone. Now, everybody in my life gets all giddy and gets all gung-ho. I should say everybody. I would say like 90, 95% of the people uh, on my social media feed early in the week are posting about, oh, baseball's back. Baseball's back. No, 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 no. Baseball is not back. Baseball is back on opening day. Baseball is back when I am sitting down Night after night after night, watching the Yankees and Mets play, reacting with you guys and gals on Twitter, doing our pods, doing S&Y, waiting for the game to end, even though it's probably better on my life schedule now with the dopey pitch clock, which we like. We shouldn't say dopey. It's a quality pitch clock. I apologize, pitch clock. You deserve better. Then baseball. This is like a never... Again, it's like a never-ending saga. All I've heard this week, everybody for the Mets looks great. The Mets are going to surprise. And the Yankees are angry, hell-bent, focused to avenge 82 and 80. Great messages. Saying what needs to be said, sure. Who cares? And this is where you got to give Aaron Boone credit. Aaron Boone, of all people, basically said yesterday, you know what? I, I could talk about our desire to win the championship. I could say I'm um, hell-bent, this and that, but proof is in the pudding. And the proof will be in the pudding for this Yankee team that has an insane sense of urgency going into the season. And the reason they should have an insane sense of urgency is the fact that they had the worst season since 1992. And the fact that, hey, guess what? You have Aaron Judge. 
You have Garrett Cole. You have Juan Soto. When you have three of the top 20 players, 15 players in baseball, when you have two of the top 10 position players and you have the best pitcher, you can't waste their primes. Aaron Judge has never played in a World Series. Never. Aaron Judge has been a Yankee since 2016, 17 is rookie year. He's never played a World Series game. Garrett Cole is a Yankee who is supposed to be the missing piece after the 19th season. He's done everything you could ask him to do. He's been great. 20, 21, 22, 23. It's his fifth year. Can you believe it is Garrett Cole's fifth year as a Yankee? Time flies. Time flies. He has not pitched in a World Series game in Yankee pinstripes. Houston, not with the Yankees. And now you have Soto. And the Yankees should do everything in their power to keep Soto. I don't want to hear the excuses next offseason, whatever that may be. But there's a chance this is a one-year offshoot. Possibly. So the time is now. Yankees got to win. And I don't mean winning and just like winning a division or, you know, making a playoffs and get bounced in the ALDS where it's like, yeah, we had, we had a great year. No, 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 no. Get to a World Series. They're not going to be favorites to do so. The Astros have something to say about that. The Rangers have something to say about that. The Orioles have something to say about that. But you got guys like that on your team, you got to win. So that's what it boils down to. Now, I don't get the sense or get the feel that Snell or Montgomery is coming here. It's amazing they're still out there. Baseball's got a huge problem. Baseball's economic system, the idea that you have the likes of Snell, Montgomery, Bellinger on February the 16th, all free agents, is completely unacceptable. And I know there's no salary cap, and I know you want to sit there and tell me, oh, well, you know, it's fair market. These guys want their money, blah, blah, blah. Set a deadline. They'll get their money. There's got to be some sort of structure to the offseason. The NFL is going to have their free agency in a few weeks. Outside of June 1st cuts, mostly everybody is going to sign. And they're going to sign in a very timely, chaotic period. That's a lot of fun for a fan. Listen, I want all these guys signing within a week. You want to tell me within a month? Great. Like, that's the way it should be. These guys shouldn't be out on the open market waiting. It's a joke. So Manfred touched on this today. He had a presser. Uh, Listen, I can't sit there and listen to Rob Manfred for more than five minutes. So I follow along on Twitter to see what's going on. Great, by the way, that he acknowledges exactly what I'm kind of alluding to. He's stepping down 2029. I mean, I'll go fast. Listen, I told you, Garrett Cole, 50-year in Yankee pinstripes. Manfred walking away will go fast. You'd be surprised. Uh, but these uniforms. Has anybody seen these uniforms yet for baseball? Do yourself a favor. You haven't seen them. Go look at the back of the uniforms and see what atrocity Fanatics and Nike has put together. They are awful. So I don't know who's to blame. They stink. The basic, the name, and I'm glad the Yankees, for many reasons, don't have the names on the back of the jerseys. Ain't broke, don't fix it. Even though they got star insurance on, you know, the uh, upper left patch. But again, that's a story for a different day. Go and look at the names on the back of the jerseys. You can't even read them. 
Like, they did a side-by-side today on Instagram, the Mariner jersey from last year and the Mariner jersey from this year. It's like, they stink. Sometimes baseball just can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. But, listen, the gist of this is the Yankees can still add to that team. Their lineup is fine. I wouldn't mind. Short-term deal. Like Snell, that's all he's going to be able to get. One year, $30, $35 million. Done. Do it. Montgomery, even though I don't get the sense a reunion is in the cards, do it. That'd be a nice little present for my honeymoon. Get one of those guys to uh, lengthen out this Yankee rotation. So, I'm sure we'll be monitoring injuries and all the other mumbo-jumbo we do in spring training. And, you know, Lindor mentioned this idea that, hey, we can be the Rangers, so we can be the Diamondbacks. Nobody was talking about those teams. Listen, I, I admire the confidence. I do. I, I don't see the comparison. The Mets have, to me, a bunch of guys who are proven players. The Diamondbacks did not. They were young. They were scrappy. They were hungry. Totally different vibe. And the Rangers had expectations. I mean, they spent a gazillion dollars on Simeon and on Seager. They didn't work out. They added Jacob DeGrom and Nathan Avaldi in the offseason. And they added a whole thing manager, too. That comparison to me makes absolutely no sense. No sense. But, hey, if it's something Lindor wants to use to get the the, the needle moving in Metland, then I'm all for it. Then let it rock, let it rip, and take it from there. But the Mets are a team right now that's got a total in the low 80s. And that's where it should be. I think if they get into the high 80s, they can find their way in the playoffs. They're going to have to answer some serious questions about their rotation. I think their pen is going to be better than you think. And two guys to watch, McNeil and Marte. They were instrumental in their success two years ago. Are they going to be able to have the same sort of success this year? Because last year they stunk. If you're getting 2022 McNeil and close to 2022 Marte, I think it changes the outlook on the Met lineup. All of a sudden, you're like, all right, you have Alvarez. Maybe you get one of the two youngsters to contribute. Bader, if Bader's in ninth in your lineup, great. Bader's in sixth in your lineup, you're going to notice. It's kind of the way I felt when I watched him with the Yankees. He's a perfect guy to hit eighth or ninth in your lineup. If he's hitting higher up, you probably have issues. You probably have problems. But I'm going to take a deep dive, I think, on the honeymoon. I have a lot of time on my hands. So we're going to do an AMA. I want you guys to get them in. I'm going to tape it Friday afternoon. So I'm saving the voicemails for when I'm on uh, the honeymoon. We might do that on Sunday. We might do it later in the week. But get any question you want to ask me. And I mean any question. Sports right now. My career. Movies. Music. Whatever. Culture. You could probably think of something random. Whatever you want. 917. 382-1151. And get nuts. I encourage you guys to do this. Like, we do these from time to time. I've not done one in a long, long time. Ask me anything. Vegas, Simmons. It's all, it's all on the table. There's basically nothing I won't answer. In, in all honesty. In, in all honesty. As long as I don't get myself in trouble. But I don't anticipate or see that being the case. So, saving a bunch of voicemails for when we do this on the honeymoon. 
But I need to, on the honeymoon, finalize what I'm going to do for my over-unders for baseball. I'm going to do that on the plane. And I am also open, and this is where you guys can help me out here. I'm open to a suggestion on what show I need to binge for the amount of time I'm going to be on this dopey flight. I am very open to suggestions. Now, remember, I've watched a lot of TV. I've seen The Sopranos. I've seen The Wire. I've seen Breaking Bad. I don't remember it as well as I should, so I'm rewatching it right now as we speak. Pinkman, Gus, Paulos, Hank, I can't get enough. Skyler stinks. The shows I'm, I'm on a fence between. Yellowstone, for great things. Thinking about Yellowstone. Fargo, it's another one. People have been kind of hyping up Fargo to me. And then the other one I was kind of considering is uh, Euphoria which I have not watched yet. Might be a little too uh, intense, a little too uh, raunchy, perhaps. We'll see. Maybe I'll get it on you for it. But those are the three, and and I need to decide before I get on the plane because what I'm going to do is I got to spend a lot of time downloading these episodes to my computer. And I've never done this before because I usually have Wi-Fi and there's nothing to worry about, but a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure to make sure I have a good show for when you're going to be away for a long, long period of time. So we will still have content coming your way. I promise you that. Um, we have an AMA. We have a State of the Jets. We have a State of the Giants, State of the Yankees, State of the Mets. So uh, you'll be in good hands the next two weeks. I promise. And I think my Instagram and Twitter will be worth, uh, it'll be worth your while. Twitter, actually, I'm not sure. Not as much. I don't know how much tweeting I'm going to be doing while I'm like, in the safari, or I'm in Cape Town. I'm not even a wine guy, but apparently these wine ones, like some of the best wine you're ever going to have in your life. So I, I feel like I may have to dabble with a little bit of vino. I will get involved. You got it. It's your honeymoon, right? You got it. So, fire up. I've never been away this long in my life. So I feel like when I return, I'm going to either have a very insane story to tell or I'm just going to be just all sorts of ornery and crabby because of the amount of time I'm spending on an airplane. I don't know. We shall see. Now, we still have a bunch of interviews that you're going to hear from Radio Row. You're going to hear two of them today. Uh, Two of the most outstanding running backs in the league. One had a fantastic season for the Dolphins, Devon HN. The other is going to get paid. Maybe not as much as he thought he was going to get paid last offseason, but Maybe Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley are trading places? Is that crazy? Saquon gets a lot more and goes to the Chargers. Eckler all of a sudden available, going to need a new home. I think he would probably end up finding himself on a contending team. That's just my guess. But I've always loved Austin Eckler's game. So Devon HN, Austin Eckler, they're going to join us on the pod. We got content coming your way throughout the next two weeks. So don't you worry. A lot more to do. Uh, let's hear from two of the best running backs in the sport. They're coming up. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. So, out of the country next two weeks. You know I've fired on some futures. I've taken a stab. 
Minnesota Timberwolves to win the Western Conference. Still like 9-10-1. Correct me if I'm wrong. They're the number one seed. What am I missing here? Too much value. Had to get involved. Another one I'm thinking about. And it's crazy high. And I know they've shown no signs of being capable of being a team that's going to win the Eastern Conference. That Miami price. I mean, have you seen that Miami price? Win the title and win the East? Salvating. Saw it last year. Might be worth that Miami tax. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash NYNY and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Must be 21 plus in present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit TheRinger.com slash RG. First, online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fired up for this one. Big Miami Dolphins fan, as we know. Devon Chan had a fantastic Rookie season, feeling that need for speed. What's up, dude? Welcome to New York, New York. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me, though. Uh, feeling great. You know, we had a great season, like you said, but, you know, it's always real day proof. So let's start here. Was that Saturday in Kansas City the coldest you have ever been in your life? Yes. Like, no, no, like, no doubt about it, hands down, the coldest game ever. So how do you like? How do you get loose? How do you get ready for a game like that, like in sub-zero temperatures? Um, it's, it's, it's a mindset, really. Um, like you said, man. Um, we're not the only ones in the cold. They was in the cold as well, so that's not an excuse. But like you said, it's really just a mindset to go out there, you know, just want to play and want to win. So, like you said, if you know, if you don't want to do that, then you gonna be cold. So, and I feel like you know the teams, the trainers and stuff like that, equipment managers, you know, they feel like they, they do a good job, you know, having heaters on, having some big jackets, having some warm on the sideline. So. You really only cold when you out on the field, and if you're running, moving around, you ain't that cold. So, would you guys almost look at that as like a sense of motivation? The idea that hey, let's get home field. We're an unbelievable home team. I went to a bunch of your home games. I saw you torch the Giants. I saw you torch the Jets. Devonta was at that Titan game. It took years off my life. I feel like if you guys get home field and you're playing in South Florida and you're playing in the elements, you're a different team. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, that's no question. I feel like everybody play different at home. Um, so, like you said, we had the chance, you know, but that's just not something, you know, we didn't, we didn't, you know, obviously we didn't, uh, wasn't able to, you know, accomplish that. But uh, next year, you know, hopefully we get different things and we do be in back in Miami. So, I can't get enough of your head coach. I want to hang with him. I watched Hard Knocks. Like, he is the dude. You've been around a lot of football coaches, obviously, in your life. Have you ever seen anybody like Mike McDaniel? Like, he's, like, he's like a different type of coach like you say um he's funny always making jokes you know he just he just a fun person to be around you know every, you know everybody don't you know, every coach not like that you know every, you don't get that coach every now and then but you know i was just blessed to have him and you know i wouldn't want to do it with no other coach and, and he seems like a real dude too like you know like sometimes when guys are like putting on an act and listen he's funny and i think he knows he's funny but he seems like the guy we see on camera doing these press he's with you guys right like, that's him 24-7. Like, it's not no, oh, in front of the camera, he this person, and off the field, he this person. No, that's him, like, 24-7. Like, that's just, that's just the person Mike is. Like. Okay. Who wins the race? I'm giving you four names. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, Raheem Mostert, Devon H.N. Who's winning that race? Devon H.N. By a lot? Nah. 
I ain't gonna say that. Uh, I, I, so who would stay? All right, let's put it this way then. Who is your biggest threat? Is it Tyreek, Jalen, or Raheem? Um, it depends on how 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 far you're running. If you're running like a forty or something like that, I say Tyreek. He 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 the quickest one. So it'd probably be him. Okay, fair enough. Now you had some awesome runs. I was at the Giant game. That touchdown run, dude. I'm sitting fifty yard line, elevated. Once I saw you hit the hole, I had Giant fans in my life. I said. See ya. Bye-bye. Devon's got this for a touchdown. You had some awesome, awesome touchdown runs. That's my favorite. Do you have a favorite run this year? Favorite run probably will be, um, if not that, probably the one against the Broncos. 70 points against the Broncos. Were you guys thinking about I'm glad you guys didn't get the record. Who cares? You guys get it next year. Yeah, we wasn't really, like, playing on getting it right. We was just out there playing football, having fun. So, you know, just us making plays and out there having fun, that just 70 points just came with that. It wasn't like we was out there like, okay, we've, we've got to get this many touchdowns or this many points. So, so I'm not going to sugarcoat it, Devon. I'm a huge Dolphin fan, as you know. It's been 20-some years without a playoff win. Now, I know it's been one year, right? And you've been a part of a team that had – you guys were the most fun team I've watched in a regular season since Dan Marino. It's not even close. But – I was crushed, man. The Titan game killed me. The Bill game killed me. So how, I believe it, man. So talk me through. You're a part of a team that's building something here. How do you guys get to that next level? Uh, we're, we're a great team. You know, just, we just got to fix the, the mistakes that we had. You know, uh, like you said, every every game is like one play away. And so, you know, next this, this next season, you know, just make sure that, that we all, you know, we're going to every game, make sure we all prepare and we all clicking on our cylinders. And I don't think, you know, we'll be we a very hard team to beat. Um, you're a year now. You get through a rookie year, get off to a hot start, you have the injury, you come back, and I'm like, this guy just came back from an injury. He looks better than ever. He looks like a well-oiled machine. What's the next step for you, Devon HN, as a player? Uh, basically, you know, just getting better. Uh, keeping my body, you know, healthy. You know, like I said, I had all injuries in my, my first year, so hopefully, you know, I'm done with that. Uh, but like you said, this is a game, you know, it's it's, it's full of risks. And, but just thankful I didn't have no season injury ones. But basically, you know, I just come to make sure, you know, make sure that I'm healthy and, you know, just getting treatment as much as I can. All right, Devon, talk me through what do you got going on for Pepsi Zero Sugar and Carnival Cruise? Um, so, right I'm here with Pepsi Zero Sugar um, and Carnival Cruise. Basically, um, you know, basically our rookie campaign and then inviting uh, rookies to um, basically get a free cruise. And if you want to okay. be, be invited, you know, just it's a link, uh, PepsiRookieCruise.com. Have you ever been on a cruise before? I have not. Uh, I have not either. So this is my first time. You excited? Yeah, very excited. Tremendous. I heard a lot of uh, fun things. I heard a lot of good things about it. Well, it's off-season time. You can enjoy. Congrats on a great rookie season. And just so you know, I'm keeping you in the fantasy league. You're going to be a big part of the front. Not only for my Dolphins, you're a big part of the JJ franchise moving forward. All right, dude? Thank you. Thanks for a few minutes. That's Devon H. Shannon the Miami Dolphins. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. He was so much fun last year on Radio Row. We had to run it back. Austin Eckler. Back in well, the flesh. I was going to say San Diego Chargers, but I called Wow. Myself. I mean, it's, it's too Did late to say. Did you even play in San Diego? No. Yeah, I, I was, was actually, say. I was there for six weeks during the transition years. So that was, that was That would have been terrible. But we yeah, got yeah, Austin yeah. Eckler here. He's on behalf of Dairy Queen. Um, we are. Last year, monstrous season for you. Chargers make the playoffs. This year, just everything 
really from week one on just kind of went against you guys, huh? Yeah. You know, um, it's one of those years that you learn from, you learn, you learn from every year, but really this one, I, I think I learned the most from, uh, as far as like what I expect from myself, you know, as far as a leader, as far as anticipating, um, what I need to do going into the next season to really make that, that the team come together. I think I've been a good leader as far as right, motivating, getting guys ready to go, things like that. But when it comes to culture, I, I know, I know I need to step myself up, um, and bring more culture because th- what we get went through last year was, was, was a community thing. It wasn't, you know, the lightning rod, which is Brandon Staley. Oh, Brandon Staley. It, it was, it was more than that. And so I think with Jim Harbaugh coming in, I think hopefully that's um, the new flavor, the new kind of spark that that team needs to really bring that culture together and set that destination on the so right spot. So you mentioned the idea of like a season kind of unraveling. When does it get to a point, Austin, where you can kind of sense, man, just something ain't right here? Is it like immediately? Do you notice it like five, six weeks into a year? When does that kind of happen? I mean, as a competitor, you're, you think you're going to win every game regardless. Well, like, you're going to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. Like even if things are going wrong, like – you know, we, we can use the, the Thursday night football game, you know, versus the Raiders, for example. It was the worst game that I probably ever have been a part of. But, like, we're going into that game thinking we're going to win the game. We're not thinking we're going to be 60, whatever, to 20 or whatever it was. Um, and so, they're, they're, as a competitor, you're, you're trying to do new things. You're trying to switch. You try to st- stay true to yourself. But then, at some point, yeah, you you know what's going wrong. You, you can see it. You, you know, you feel it from the media, your record, all of that. But it's, hey, show up this week. This is a brand new week. Let's try to get back on the right, on the right path. And... Uh, just didn't happen for this year. So you've talked about this a lot. I've talked a lot, talked about it a ton because I'm in New York. So Saquon Barkley, obviously his future in question, your future in question, Derek Henry with the Titans, his future in question. And this idea that the running back, and you guys bring so much to the table, but because of the way NFL GMs are handling your position, you guys aren't getting what you guys deserve. Like how frustrating is that becoming for you guys? Like looking at, hey, our best years, we're at our best in the early stages of our career. How do you, how do you guys get compensated? Well, that? It, that depends. I'll, I'll, okay. I'll, I'll push back on that because we see Christian having one of the best. He's been you know, great. He's in, what, year seven. Fair. We saw Raheem just have his best year. He's in, I don't know, he's 31 years old. And so it, it depends on your situation. Got it's it. all situational. What I do push back on is franchise tagging our guys when they're coming out of their contract here and you don't allow them to go to the open market. Basically kick the can. And you're saying, hey, I'm going to put all the risk on you and I'm also not going to let you negotiate your contract. Franchise. Boom. Stuck. So that was what we were upset about. You know, when when we were looking in the open market and we're out here, absolutely, that's that's what we're looking for. We want a fair chance to go get what we can potentially get with a new team or with the same team that we're with. And so going into this offseason, that's that's what we're, I'm expecting. Right? I'm going to be a free agent. Um, we have, yeah, Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard as well that are coming out. Into Loaded the, running back Oh, class, yeah, there's, there's the some running backs coming out. Oh, yeah, that class is crazy. Um, and then the class right before us too. And so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how it plays out. I'm looking forward to it and just trying to find a new a new home or maybe going back. I'm not closing any doors with the Chargers or anything like that. So, so see how it plays out. Curiously, have you heard from Chargers head coach Jim Harbaugh? Yes, yet? I have. So Harbaugh reached out like either the day of or the day after he got hired. Um and reached out, just opened up the line, just, hey, if you have any questions, want to talk to me, want to chat about anything. Um so I, I appreciated that because he didn't have to do that because you know my my future is uncertain um, with the team. But I feel like I've gone through what we went through, and I feel like I I have now learned from that last season. I feel like I could help put that that team in the right direction now, being through that, and also shed light um, just as one of the captains of that team last year in the last few years. And so, would love to be back in that room with him. Well, I was gonna say a whole lot of teams, Austin, are gonna want to run a back that can bring to the table what you can bring to the table. Jim Harbaugh, his career at Michigan, his career in the NFL. 
He's done some unbelievable things with running backs, man. Yeah, you know, I've actually talked to a couple of uh, just some of the, the player membership that played with him out in um, San Fran, and they were just they were just speaking so highly of how he can just bring the best out of individuals. And from a standpoint of, of mindset and of culture and like really getting a lot of buy-in um, to a, a really high standard and level of play and a level of detail. And so I'm just talking football in general, not even talking about running backs, but I'm just saying that is what you need because you can't, you can't force a square peg through, you know, a, a round hole, right? You have to play to kind of your team's kind of makeup, right? You, ha- you can't say, this is the way we're going to do it because this is the way. I-, like, I feel like a good coach can put the culture in, but then also can use their, t- their team to their team's strengths. And so I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out with them. Uh, I mean, the relationship with Harbaugh and your quarterback, Justin Herbert, if indeed you are back with the Los Angeles Chargers, listen, he's super talented. The sky's yep. the limit for him. Do you almost look at Harbaugh as a guy who could maybe take Justin to the next level? I mean, I know he's it already t- there. It, t- it takes a village. Like, it takes right, a village okay. because I think I think Justin's there. I think it's the all of us around him that need to continue to also continue to bring up and come together because the the if you look at our talent, the talent was there on the team, right? We got so much money being spent on the defense. It was like the highest defense, like paid defense. Yeah, we had a ton of talent that we brought back from you know the year before we made the playoffs on offense. Um, yeah, we saw some injuries, but we, we dealt with injuries last year, too. Um, and so that that wasn't it, in, in my opinion. That's not why we had the season we did. Um, and so it's like, okay, what is it? What is, what's in between that we can really hone in and get the guys to be bought into the little thing? Because in my opinion, it was death by a thousand cuts. Um, and so we have a new start. We learned from that. And I'm hoping Harbaugh can really, like I said, bring us together and really, if I'm back there, right, really uplift the leadership of that team. Okay. So... I can't wait to keep Austin Eckler next mm. year in fantasy. Mm. I know some people mm. are going to say, hey, oh, I had Austin. I know. Because listen, know. let's be honest. You have Austin Eckler on your fantasy team the last five years. Right. Your fantasy team's doing pretty well. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. For anybody out there that's like, oh, like, keep this guy. What's your message to them? Well, here's the thing. Look, sports, obviously, we want to play at a high level consistently, especially in, in football. You're going to see some some ups and downs. That's how it goes, right? I feel like you watch basketball, you can see you guys play at a really consistent level. In football, you depend on your team a lot more. Um, and so when your team's having a down year, it's it, it plays effect on every single person on the team. Um, and so look, we went through a down year, and so it doesn't mean that's defining you, you know, but hey, now I have a chance to go bounce back, and that's exactly what I'm looking to do. And so I'm looking for another bounce back here in fantasy and also on the field as well. Okay, so you're in the same division, at least you have been for the last couple of years, yeah. with Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. They're in the AFC Championship game. They are. Every single one of those years. I know, it's this annoying. Is another it? year. I mean, it's we're it's all so annoying, them, man. Right? We're all sick of them. But <laughs> talk about the idea of competing against that team. Like, for years, it was the Patriots, right? It was yeah. Bill Belichick, it was yeah. Tom Brady. I'm a fan of a team in the AFC East where it almost felt like, oh, my goodness, how do you how do you get over that hurdle? Talk about the idea of just trying to, like, chase down this team that has kind of been the standard of excellence now for six years. Yeah, you know, from from an outsider's perspective, I think it's, I think it's awesome what they're doing. Um, but for being in the Chargers, I hate it because, you know, I, I got to play them every, every, um, every year, which – I don't hate that because it's opportunity. Hey, you want to be the best? You got to beat the best. Um, so that's always good. But then, you know, our games are always so close. It's one of the teams that I love playing the most just because they, they have a great culture um, at their fan base. And then also when we play them, I feel like it's just always just head to head, like coming down to like the, the wire. Um, and then, you know, seeing him and just 
putting respect on game, you know, just their team and what they have going on and what they've been able to do over the past six years um, has been remarkable. Um, it's something that, you know, we're all chasing. We're all chasing. All, all teams that are trying to have this legacy are chasing what they've been able to do. And so they're kind of setting the standard, which Brady did before, and now the Chiefs are doing that. And so now everyone's kind of chasing that standard. And so as a competitor, right, I, I want to I beat him into the ground. But as a, a guy with respect to the game, also, you know, I respect what they're doing and all the talent that, that after Kelsey – um, Pat has and so um, wishing them a good game I don't really care who wins um, really cheering for some of my guys out there I hope they both lose fair enough uh, <laughs> from like your skill set as a running back catching a ball out of the backfield obviously using your speed who was the guy like growing up Austin Eckler's like I want to be like him so funny story about me I grew up in the cowboy life so I grew up riding horses being around like bull riders things like that so I didn't actually grow up watching the NFL interesting see when yes. you said the cowboy life I'm like oh that no, was like, cowboy life no 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 no, no, no. Like, like building fence you know ranching I'm pitching hay to, to horses every morning breaking ice you know feeding livestock chicken, so when did, horses. when did you get the football bug um, so I used football to pay for my education and Incredible. I was, go I was going into business and I was like, Hey, let me, let me keep, I was a division two, so I don't get a full ride, but the way I could increase my scholarship was just playing better. So getting all conference. So I really dedicated myself to that. And then after my junior year, my coach comes to me and is like, Hey man, you have some NFL scouts asking about you. And I'm like, there's no one from my school that's ever gone to the NFL too, by the way, um, from, uh, this tiny division two Western state up in Colorado. And so I'm like, who, who, like, who are these people? Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, scouts calling and asking about you and, and so that kind of started my peak interest. Like, oh, let me start looking into this NFL stuff. Like, I obviously knew about it. It's it's a, it's a big brand, but uh, really didn't dive into it until after my after my junior year. Okay, fair enough. Now, when you're playing and you're competing, you're obviously not rooting for these guys to do well. But who is the guy? And, and I saw you mic'd up week one against the Ch uh, the Dolphin Charger game. They yeah. had you. You were yeah, like, yeah, wow, yeah, great yeah. game, back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyrie kills putting on a show, and you're yeah. like, yeah, man, this guy's doing, so it's doing not that thing. It's not that I'm not rooting for them. If I'm playing against them, I'm of not rooting for them. Of course you're not rooting for them. But, like, my guys, I root for everybody, you know, as far as especially the running backs, like, when, when I'm not, when we're not playing. Go. So, you know? like, who is the running back? that you love watching when you're sitting down watching the game? Who's the guy that's like, Man, wow, I, I love, I love watching I love, this game? I love a lot of these guys. Um, you know, I love watching Christian. I think he's definitely the best back in the league right now. I love Derek. I love Alvin Kamara. Um, you know, we got some young guys coming up. Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson that had great Gibbs, years. This, he flies, Oh, my dude. goodness. How, he flies. Man, so, like, I just love watching the running back position and guys doing it in their their way. It's like it's, it's like an off from them, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, like each exactly. guy's got like their yeah, own yeah, yeah. It's, it's so great. It, that's why I think it's one of the one of the most exciting positions to watch um, because we're so different, but then we all have different ways to having finding success. Uh, have success. you heard that your game in some ways resembles Tiki Barber? I have heard that actually. Because like few when years I ago. watch yeah, your yeah, yeah. game and the way you catch the ball out of the back, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch Tiki for years with the okay. Giants. I'm like, okay. I see a lot of Tiki okay. in Austin Eckler. Okay, and I, I, said I appreciate that. Yeah, Listen. absolutely. Yeah, Ball great player. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's that. not a bad comparison or a bad person to be compared to. So, uh, I've been on his show too um, a couple of times. Nice. Um, Full yeah, circle there. Yeah. Um, all right, Austin. Tell me what you got going on, DQ. Yeah. So we got we got Super Bowl coming up, right? And a big part of Super Bowl is what the food, right? Oh yeah. We got to have food. And so, Dairy Queen, you know, you can gra grab yourself some great desserts. The blizzards, obviously, are amazing. However, right, Dairy Queen has been has been in the food realm and also stepping up for, for fruit, Super Bowl food as well because now they have their honey barbecue, sauce and toss, chicken strips as well. So, you tell me, chicken strips and I can get the blizzard. You're getting chicken strips. You can sure, gra grab, your, grab yourself a we, – we were there this morning. <laughs> we, trust me, I, nice. I already got some. There you go. Um, burgers, right? the uh the chicken strips and then uh, you know you can get yourself a blizzard while you're there too but 
you want to learn more, you got to check out the app or check out dairyqueen.com uh, so you can check out just what the options are and get yourself some DQ. And uh, yeah, keep, keep the food, keep the tradition of, of football going. You excited for free agency? Ooh, excited, yes. Um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting because people are like, hey, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? But there's so many different factors. So I, I can't be like, this is exactly where I want to go. Here are my top teams because there's, there's the money factor. There's the usage factor. There's the coordinator factor. Lifestyle factor. There, exactly. Where are you so, living? Yeah, 100%. So really, like the quality at this point, I'm going into year eight. The quality has, has really become an important factor for me in my decision. That's hard to believe. Austin Eckler, year eight in the league. I'm year eight, old, man. man. We all are. Man. Getting we old, man. Are. It's inevitable. It's a good It's a good thing. Well, listen, it's a good thing. I expect a monster year for you wherever you're playing. Appreciate Best it. of luck, success. That's Austin Eckler. Awesome. Chargers, we'll see if he's back. We're coming right back. Interesting stuff there from Austin Eckler. I think he wants to be back with the Chargers. I don't get the sense he's coming back. It's amazing. All these running backs. It's going to be a wild market for that position. I think Henry will have a new team. I think there's a good chance Saquon will have a new team. I think Eckler probably is going to have a new team. It's crazy. I mean, those are three big stars right there. Right off the tip of my tongue. And I even get to that next tier of running backs of guys who had good years that, yeah, probably going to be playing elsewhere. So, hey, that's the nature of that position. I, I feel for those guys. Because they're really good at their craft. And it's not like they're not well compensated. They, they, but they're not as well compensated as other positions in the league. The league has made it clear. We're paying quarterbacks. We're paying tackles. We're paying corners. And wide receivers. We're not paying running backs. That's just the way of the league. That's why Joe Shane is... Not the minority on this. He's probably you know, leaning towards the majority take. It's crazy. Crazy. All right, Jeff Bunny, uh, a Friday or a Saturday playing college basketball. Uh, going to need some entertainment for the flight. Going to have to activate. Uh, going to have to have a proxy send my bets in on FanDuel. It's going to be interesting. All right, let's hear it. Up, JJ. Jeff Money here with a handicapper. Fix to be for Friday. We've got some college basketball action. I'm going to go with Toledo minus the five and a half over Ohio. So I'm going to go with Toledo minus the five and a half. I just want to wish you would have a wonderful uh, honeymoon in South Africa. You're two weeks off. Enjoy it, buddy. And uh, everyone can always follow all my daily plays on Twitter at Jeff Money. Okay, JJ. I'm out of here. Let's go. Wow. Toledo. For you, Jeff Money, Toledo. Um, I do want to say this because I gave these out on East Coast Bias. And by the way, if you like gambling content and all sorts of winners and all sorts of picks, except not for me this postseason, that's for sure. But in general, myself, Joe House, Raheem Pommel, we have too much fun every, each and every week. Get on Cincinnati now to win the Super Bowl. I, I would grab that immediately. It's like 15 or 16 to 1. Joe Burrow has proven that he can beat Patrick Mahomes in a big spot. The other quarterbacks in the AFC have not. Burrow's got balls. I think they can go and add themselves a receiver in the draft if they lose T. Higgins. And I just think it's a good number. I'm grabbing the Rams at 30 to 1, and I'm grabbing the Bengals at 15 to 1. They played in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Rams, a little bit more of a long shot. More value in the NFC. But these are numbers. 
I don't think you're getting 15 or 16 to 1 with Cincinnati come August. I don't. Rams, you'll probably get 30 to 1 because of Stafford and his age. That's why. And I know that's a bet where Matt Stafford is old and he has a year like he has two years ago, and I'm going to look like a buffoon. But those are two bets I am absolutely positively making. And listen, you want to tell me you bet the Chiefs to go win the Super Bowl? Go do it. I'm not going to talk you out of it. Plus 750, I mean, it's been cash cow each of the last two years. So you want to have that pending in your FanDuel account? I'm not going to fight you on it. All right, we'll have a lot of stuff coming your way while I am gone in South Africa. Um, give me those AMAs. I'm looking forward to that. That should be a fun little uh, segment that kind of takes me all over the place. Please surprise me. Get down and dirty. Get uh, get gritty, you know? I expect some good ones. 917-382-1151. Stefan, I will chat with you in two weeks. New York, let's hope I make it back in one piece. JJ out. Honeymoon time. Be good, everybody. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Vermont, and Virginia. Call 100NextStep or text NextStep to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or Visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-I'm with it in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts, or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.